whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast with Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 11, episodes 25 and tw- 24 and 25, Don't Panic. And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi YouTube summary? Sure. Drew asks Katie out on a first date, but Katie is torn because her best friend Marisol still has a crush on Drew. Sav and Ms. O collaborate on some tunes. Can Sav and Ms. O make beautiful music together? After his onstage meltdown, Eli is trying to deal with his bipolar disorder, but feels he must make amends to those he's hurt. Also, I would like to mention that they hyphenated bipolar. So it's bi-polar. <laughs> Not how that works, but okay. Nope. Also, I fucking hate the Sav, Ms. O part of this episode so much. Ugh. Also... Drew and Katie started on an episode that I'm pretty sure neither of us actually watched. So it was kind of weird to jump in on that. (laughs) Correct. I was like, oh, they wait, they met during Taekwondo? I don't. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, Allegra just shouted that, of course, we were there for that episode. What are we even talking about? Anyway, the episode is called Don't Panic, which is a 2000 Coldplay song. Um, it's like early, it's like early, early Coldplay. It's yellow Coldplay. I remember this song because my mom loves Coldplay. <laughs> I, honestly, it doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> She's seen them in concert at least, maybe twice, at least once. She, Catalina loves Coldplay. And I, lo- and I love Queen Cat, so. <laughs> um, I think also Queen Cat just, Queen Cat just loves Chris Martin, which I guess is fair. Um, but as far as this episode goes, don't panic. I don't know. I'm clear. I mean, Eli's no longer panicking. I don't know. That's not really what his storyline's about. Um, Katie's panicking her entire storyline. Yep. And fucking, I I don't give a shit about Sav. And Miss O. I don't know. The lyrics of this one is like, we live in a beautiful world. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. It's that one. And I'm like, those lyrics don't ring true for this episode for me either because a lot of bullshit happens. <laughs> Just nonstop bullshit. Um, so whatever. I don't think the title works. No. Anyway. We open with Marisol calling Katie Katiekins. <laughs> Um, I also, if we want to jump into fashion immediately, I yes. really like Marisol's like pink and purple Adidas bag. Um, there's Eli- a lot of Adidas on this show now. Yes. Uh, very, um, you know, product placement-y. Uh, Eli's wearing a, an enormous chain. Um, yes. in the beginning his hair looks good and then it goes back, but it's, yeah. it looks good in the beginning. Eli is looking a lot better now. And maybe it's just cause I'm like, oh, he's healthy. And you can tell that he's like, he's like taking care of himself now. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that in like in the episode after this as well, um, Drew is wearing a Katie for president shirt at some point. There are many vests. I would just like to so say so many vests. Eli is wearing a leather vest. Bullfrog is wearing a jean vest. And Sav Sav wears wears a vest. Like a satin vest. There are three vests in this episode, uh, which is a fun choice. 
Marisol has a terrible headband at one point. It has like, it's not polka dot, but you know, it's like those, like, and it's not spiral, but it's like the circle, concentric circle-y weird pattern on brown. I don't know. She also is wearing hoop earrings. And I like Katie's pink Adidas jacket that she wears at one point. I'm here for the Adidas, or Adidas is probably how you're actually supposed to pronounce it, but I'm not going to pronounce it that way. No. Um, also, my my final fashion note, less fashion, more just how a human looks. Um, my friend that I sometimes watch this with uh, was watching it with me last night, and they commented that Katie looks like if you turned a cat into a person. <laughs> I can see that. Jake got a haircut, too, and it looks better. Um... <laughs> I just found my now Eli has a vest note and what is Eli's necklace which was the chain and yeah that's about all I got real vest heavy episode so many vests. it's just like I guess it's just one of the few things you can wear over a polo so it's still apparent that you're wearing the school uniform I don't know it's also 2011 so I feel like it's when vests were a thing yeah my friend who watches it with me uh was also very confused by the fact that they have to wear uniforms, but they're allowed to wear whatever they want over the uniforms, which yeah, seems weird. counterintuitive. It's weird. Um, but how else would we know what their personalities were? Um, anyway, Katie's running for class president. Apparently, Mo is running against her, and also, Marisol's being real shitty. Yeah, she about says it. triple XL. I was like, ew, fuck off. And also, she says that Katie should be wearing a tighter shirt. Right, and she's like. And I was like, ew, being triple XL doesn't make you unqualified to be class president, Marisol. And she doesn't need to wear a tighter shirt, Marisol. And then Drew comes over, or Drew like waves at Katie or something. And Marisol thinks he waved at her. And she's like, oh my God, he was flirting with me. And Katie is like, oh no. Yeah, I totally (laughs) forgot that Drew and Marisol went on a really bad date one time. Yeah went on one really bad date one time and then she went off with Casey and it's like girl when was the last time you even spoke to Drew seriously why are we back on this although it's maybe it's because she's like licking her wounds after Casey and needs another distraction or something I get I don't know but also she seems like exactly the kind of girl who like as soon as her friend wants something she wants it too or 100 you know like suddenly it's the most important thing even though it was like kind of an afterthought she's like always comparing herself to katie so everything has to be a competition um it's a really toxic friendship yeah yeah it really is i don't understand it at all um but we will get to that Mm -hmm. and then we're with eli who's in therapy thank god and he's watching his play performance manic episode i'm glad i got to experience some of that and, oh yeah because you weren't on that one either and then he says look at those eyes those are crazy person eyes but this therapist is like you were having a manic episode it's okay you're like living with a bipolar disorder now like you can be functional in the world and then he's and then it's so okay so then he starts listing like examples of people who had bipolar disorder who he's like, oh, it's a bad thing. Like Ernest Hemingway, uh, Edgar Allan Poe. And then and then. OK, so which I'm like, yes, both of those men died tragically. But even though they were creatives and then the lady's like, but what about Jackson Pollock and Vincent Van Gogh? And I'm like, both of those people died tragically too. How well, is this trying to make him feel better? I don't know if, um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> maybe she's just being like, 
great artists in history have been. Right. I'm yeah, like creative great artists have in history have been bipolar, but I feel like the examples she gave weren't comforting if you knew like their history or anything about them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can I make some comments on Eli's? Yes. Okay. I, I like how they're doing it this go around. I like that they're doing it differently than Craig. Yes. I like that it seems to be destigmatized. Like he, I mean, most people I know that have um, any sort of um, mental health disorder, like don't go around sharing it or at least something like bipolar, especially um, it's so, it's still so heavily stigmatized that, right. you know, it's not like a thing you want to announce to the world. So you don't. Um, but yeah, Eli is just like real open with everyone about the fact that he's bipolar and totally. he's like, he seems to have like really come to grips with it. And I like that Degrassi is doing this thing where they're like, you know, we, we went through all the like introductory steps with Craig and it was a big deal with Craig, but you know, we're now it's like however many years later and with Eli, it's like a different thing and it's, I don't know, they're trying to like make it less of a stigmatized situation. Right. Especially because the way that it was, his diagnosis was introduced was kind of more of like an offhand comment within his conversation with his therapist, which I thought was cool. And then I also think that while we went through the introductory, introductory, like absorbing the information, like understanding the stigma behind the thing and being worried about that with Craig with Eli I feel like it's more it's similar to crazy ex-girlfriend when she was like before she got her diagnosis she was like yay I'm finally gonna know like what's wrong with me I'm finally going to have an answer and I feel like Eli is receiving his diagnosis with that kind of attitude where he's like finally we've identified the problem and now I can move forward and it's like more of a like it's not a death sentence it's more of like an answer to his problem, which I also thought was nice. Also, bipolar disorder, I mean, it's so fucking stigmatized, but it is extremely, li- like, more than livable. Like, you can thrive, Extreme, right. like, while being bipolar as you long just, as you get the right help and stay on your meds and, like, exactly. find the right combination of meds. Like, just take care of yourself and take your medication. Yeah, and I think that is definitely presented that way where it's like, yay, we fi- now that we finally know what your diagnosis is, we can provide, like, the correct medication for you that doesn't make you feel sleepy or numb or whatever he was going through before also he wasn't properly medicated before because they thought he had an anxiety disorder right which Um, i don't think anxiety medication would affect a bipolar person that way but like well i mean he just stopped taking anything well no no, when he was like when he was like lethargic yeah like usually usually if you're taking an anti-anxiety or an antidepressant it makes you more manic oh does it if you if it if you're not if you don't have it already it makes you more manic no if you if you are bipolar and you're on antidepressants or anti-anxiety like anti-anxiety not so much that really shouldn't have done anything to him except for make him less anxious maybe i don't know um but maybe that's but i know but i know antidepressants for ow sorry i just poked I, I got a tattoo yesterday and I just poked it really hard. Oh, um, no. On your head. On my, on my stupid head. Because um, I'm a stupid idiot. Kelsey got a tattoo on her face, in case anybody was wondering. Sweet, no. sweet face tat. Just, just bringing back that just, Mike just, Tyson. Just, oh, no. It's just a giant dick on the side of my face. Um, she fell asleep at a party. <laughs> someone had a tattoo gun. It was a time. Um, no. Um, 
I'm, I'm not really sure. I'm not really totally sure about anti-anxiety meds, but definitely antidepressants. If you're bipolar and they put you on right. antidepressants, you become really manic. That makes more sense. Um, but I think anti-anxiety too. It, it just depends on the kind. Yeah, and the person. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Eli is in therapy. He's on the right medication. He's making steps to like better his life, and the f- first step is apologizing because it's an important part of recovery, according to his therapist. And I'm very happy that he's getting help. And throughout the episode, when he is feeling bad or feeling like he's like getting angry or going down a bad path, he immediately calls his therapist and it makes me so happy. It's so good. It's, <laughs> this is the happiest I've been about Eli. Yeah. Um, but then we, we are with Katie and Drew. Katie yeah. has agreed to talk to Drew about Marisol, but um, she's talking to him and he's like asking her like out for like a he soccer asked her date. to go to a soccer game canada versus the u.s which i'm like that's a great date for a soccer girl um yeah but then she's like marisol still likes you i don't know this is complicated she has friendship integrity and i respect that yeah and he's like but i don't like her i like you you should talk to her about it and then marisol comes over and is like i know what you're talking about you don't have to like you don't have to like cover anymore. You're talking about me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Katie's like, yeah, I got the impression that he liked someone else. Right. Which is pretty smooth. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is a very tactful way of easing into the information. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I'm, then <laughs> I'm starting to like Mo, by me the way. Me too, because then he pops in with this, um, his campaign slogan. Oh my which god, is, it's amazing! He's not popular, so he has time for you, which is incredible. <laughs> that made me laugh. I was just delighted by that. And then stupid Miss O comes over and gives Sav a burn CD that she made for him for his musical development, which like is so a thing I used to do for boys in high school. That's like a thing that everybody did for someone they had a crush on. But in I high love school. that I love that this is 2011. So Mo is like, that's what her generation does, and I'm like, oh god, <laughs> yeah, I'm old. She, she gave you a mix CD. I thought he said that's our generation's code for let's get it on, or did no, he say her, her generation's generation. code? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I guess by now it's like, well, what would I don't know what the equivalent would have been in 2011. I feel like a burn CD still could have been a thing. Playlist. Yeah, but like. I don't know if Spotify was a thing yet. I don't know. I you was, would just share. I, mean, I, co- I continued to make people burn CDs until like. Just so did I. I, ma- I continued to make myself burn CDs like when I still drove until yeah. I got one like an aux cord for my car and then just used my iPod. Yeah, I think the last the last time I like actively remember making a burn CD was maybe like my junior year of college. So that was like 2011. Yeah, there you go. It was still a thing. Yeah, 2011, 2012, it's, something like It was that. like the in-between times of like listening to the internet, listening to the music on the internet and like still having CDs, I think. Oh, I was definitely still using LimeWire. <laughs> In 2011? Listen. How did that not wreck your computer? I mean, have you seen my computer? <laughs> <laughs> it was that same one you use now? Oh, no. It was, it was the one right before that Okay. One. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know how that computer is still alive. If on top of how old it is it was oh, the it other had one, lime wire the on it other one was older and had lime wire on well it. yeah because it had lime wire on it like that was a thing from like 2007 <laughs> yeah it was old as fuck my uh, computer that i got in 2008 got wrecked by lime wire by like 2009 yeah, <laughs> maybe two thousand. yeah no it, it kept going strong for a really long time it wow was solid that's impressive 
Maybe it's because I had a Dell. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Could be. Dude, I got a Dell. Anyway, God, <laughs> I wonder if literally anybody who listens to this podcast who's like under the age of 25 understands the dude you're getting a Dell reference. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> Didn't he go to prison? I don't know. I feel like the guy, the Dell guy has so many weird like rumors spread around him that I feel like it's like the Steve from Blue's Clues killed himself rumor that is just like nothing is true. That's fair. Although the ShamWow guy did go to prison he did. for God. beating up a sex worker. I forgot about ShamWow guy. ShamWow. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, God, I forgot about that guy. He had a creepy face. He did. Anyway. He had a cocaine face. <laughs> yes, he, he totally did. Yeah. <laughs> and like one of those like head mics yep. while he was the, in a fucking commercial. The, like Gwen Stefani. Like, <laughs> what are you Like doing? Britney Spears mics. What are you um, doing, buddy? Why was Gwen Stefani your pull for that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we're getting way off track. As is our way. It's been um, 17 minutes. So we're yeah. like a quarter of the way through Mizzo this made episode. him a burn CD or a mix CD, whatever. And Mo is like forever pushing them together. Yeah. And then we're with Eli. And, and he, Bullfrog. Yay. And he has his like list of apologies and his dad's like, what's that? He's like, it's my revenge list and like makes a joke about it. Yeah. I'm like loving Eli right now. And his dad is strictly monitoring, monitoring his med intake which i am happy about and i love that they have a plan where he has to go to the nurse's office twice yeah a day to which take i it. feel like is like what you have to do if you take medication and you are under the age of 18 oh usually. i didn't i'm maybe i'm just thinking about like maybe not in high school i don't know i don't know that just but it just makes sense to me that like you'd have to go to the school nurse to like take your medication if you're a minor you know that makes sense i feel like that makes <laughs> sense for when you're younger, younger. maybe because like high school i like i've I yeah. guess that's true. But Eli has had, but Eli's going to do that now because it seems responsible and he's being held accountable, which is good. Um, and now we're with Marisol, who all of a sudden decides she wants to run for president because she wants to get back at Katie for like going out with Drew because she, because she apparently overheard their conversation earlier anyway, just lied about it. Yeah. Like a crazy had to person. Figure out her revenge plot. I don't know. I Dear hate God. Marisol. Um, I hate Marisol so much. And then we're with Fiona and Eli. And I love that Eli was like, I have to apologize to the one person that is like the most like important. the one girl. Yeah. Or and the girl he needs the most right now. And then it's Fiona. And I, I love know. it. I was so glad it wasn't Claire. Me too. Um, or, or Imogen. Uh, but yeah, so he apologizes to Fiona and he gives her a present and she goes, heavy is good. Um, <laughs> and I just love their friendship. And it's a trophy. It says best actress on it. She's like, I was the director, but he's like, but if you, but you filled in la la la, whatever. I don't know. It was very sweet. It was really sweet. And she's like, I forgive you. I loved it. I love them so much. I love a present. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I love this. This is my favorite. Um, but then we are with Drew and Katie. He, he's like helping her canvas for running for president or whatever and yep. and drew is sweet and tries to give katie a burger and she's like no that's a lot of calories <laughs> um and I, and this is when i wrote katie may have an eating disorder yeah and then also while they're walking down the halls marisol already has like a digital like campaign oh, poster yeah, on the saw, tv I'm like that. how did she do this this fast so fast um, um although i guess it's probably 
quicker to do that than like get a whole bunch of things to print them off i guess or whatever but still it seemed like she literally like 10 minutes ago like was like by the way i'm running for president bye just guess i'm gonna photoshop something real quick yeah yeah kinko's definitely still exists i only know that because i work in fucking print and we still send stuff down to kinko's for like sample covers and stuff um and then we are with, ugh, we're with Sav, who's asking Miss O for music help, and she's going to, like, help him at lunch tomorrow. And I'm like, this is gross. Yep. I just wrote Sav shooting his shot. <laughs> and then we're with Marisol, and... Who is being who's shitty. Being shitty, and is like, you want me to not run for president anymore? You need to end things with Drew. And... Then Katie goes and tries to break things off with Drew, but, but he's then he like, like super not having puts it. his finger under her chin and is like, "I like you, you like me, like don't do this." And she's like, "Oh well, okay." Um, yep. And this is this is when I have written down in quotes. She looks like if you turned a cat into a person. <laughs> um, but then we are in class with Jake and Eli, and. Jake is going to make a sweat lodge for their project. And then after class, Eli, like, really quickly is like, hey, man, by the way, I'm sorry. And Jake doesn't care and doesn't want to accept his apology. Also, I thought it was funny. So he, like, tries at the beginning, like, at the beginning or in the middle or whatever. And Jake, like, blows him off. And then at the end of class, Eli just goes, me again. (laughs) (laughs) Eli's so good. I'm like, this is precious. I'm I'm so so happy. happy. Eli is healthy and I love him. That was literally all I wanted. I know. Um, and then we're with Sav and his vest and he and Miss O are like doing music shit. And this is when we've learned that Miss O is apparently 23. Yeah. And she's sitting way too close to him. Way too close. Yeah. I literally, my next note, he's, she's like, let me play you something on the piano. And he's still sitting on the bench. And I'm like, he's sitting way too close to her on way that too piano close. bench. And also he admits to internet stalking her. And then she plays him a song that's so obviously about so him. So about him. And she says, like, tingling in her heart, she cannot start, blah, blah, blah. It's basically about how she's pining after someone she shouldn't pine after. Ugh, and I hate it. I hate and it's it. gross. And it's stupid. And I don't like it. And then we're with Marisol, who, like, literally, this is where I was like, she literally just broke it off with Casey. Why are you so dead set on Drew all of a sudden? Is it literally just because Katie likes him? Probably. And then she interrupts. So, like, they're giving speeches for president. And then she interrupts Katie's speech. Um, and I don't remember what she says. Did she try to insinuate an eating disorder? No, not yet. Is that not yet? Like, she's talking about how she's, like, a boyfriend stealer right or whatever which is not even true yeah and and but also katie's speech is bad like it's like two lines i don't remember either but i just wrote that's a bad speech it was like two lines and it wasn't good are you sure it was hers or was marisol's speech both of their speeches were bad (laughs) but i think katie's was only especially bad because i expected a lot more from her (laughs) um it was only two lines and And then so then marisol interrupts and is being shitty and then kate and then katie brings up kc and then jenna's like Hell yeah, like I back you up or Yeah. I she think goes, she calls her a home wrecker. She or says something. that she says you're a shameless home wrecker and Marisol goes, No, I'm not and Jenna goes, That's true <laughs> And I was like, Damn like, Yeah, Jenna And then fuck another gem from Mo finishes up like his speech and goes, And I won't hook up with your boyfriend. He says, I'll he's like, I'll get fries back in the calf and I won't hook up with your boyfriend. And I just cause I wrote down God, I just hope Mo wins because both of them are being ridiculous right yeah. now. And 
Then we're with Eli, who's like kind of spiraling a little bit because Jake won't accept his apologies. But then he calls his therapist and is like, help me. And she's like, hey, she's like, all you can do is apologize. You can't make somebody accept your apology. La, la, la. She's very wise. And, and she's like, the, the apology is the important part, not the actually being forgiven. As right. far as your, like, mental health and working on yourself goes. Exactly. Um, fuck. And then, oh, yeah, because after the piano bullshit with Miss O, she, like, left. And then she comes back and Sav, like, calls out her song and is like, oh, like, what? You're So we're just not going to talk about how that song was about me? And then... She's like, we can't do this. And he takes off her glasses and then they fucking kiss. Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? I wrote is this no a dream? Ew. I wrote no ew. Um, also, like, it just their whole conversation before the gross kiss felt super forced. Like, it was very bad acting. I hated it. All of it's so bad. Why? Why are we doing? Why? Why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. Why? Um... And then we're with Eli, who's, like, considering playing rugby. And Fiona's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Pretty much. Um, and then Jake and Claire are fighting, and Eli sees them, and he wants to help Jake. Understand like, Claire. Yeah, and, like, fix their relationship. And I, Fiona says something along the lines of, like, I'm starting to think rugby is less crazy. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And that will, like, be his, like, apology to jake or something which sure whatever and then marisol starts cutting katie where it hurts and then starts bringing up her eating disorder basically or i don't even know if she outright if she says it outright yet she, she doesn't like, but she implies problem. it she implies yeah. it so yeah. i mean we all know and then and i think she's like threatening to tell people about it yeah she's threatening to tell drew right for sure. Um, but she's probably threatening to tell everyone. Then we're back in class with Eli and Jake. And then Eli starts like bogarting Jake's like sweat lodge idea. So they have to work together on it so he can get closer to him. Basically. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, and then Drew and Katie are kissing in Taekwondo class, which <laughs> feels inappropriate. And Drew doesn't know what facetious means. Of course he doesn't. Um, and Drew likes Katie because he needs her, which I'm like, that's not healthy. And, but whatever. And then Marisol comes over and just stir fully, shit up. Fully outs Katie. For having bulimia. And Katie's like, I don't. And Drew's like, yeah, no, of course not. Like, obviously. And Katie's like, that would be pathetic. And he's like, yeah, and you're not pathetic. And I was like, oh, you guys. This is not great. Also, fuck you, Marisol. You're a terrible person slash supposed friend. Like, fuck Marisol. What the fuck? Um, and then that's the end of part one. And then part two starts off with Ms. O approaching Katie because she overheard rumors about her being bulimic. So she's going to organize a meeting with the school counselor. Which I'm like, I mean, that's probably good, maybe. I but guess. Uh, um shit like that never happened in my high school (laughs) not the bulimia that was that ran rampant but no one like did anything about it yeah um but then we're with katie yeah we're with katie marisol marisol has a posse and marisol's being so shitty and it's like katie so then this is when we learn that like katie like used to purge but she hasn't in a while and she's like trying to keep her shit together but marisol's being so shitty and is putting all this stress on her now and it's like 
putting her in a precarious situation. And I just, and it's like, you fucking know that she's had this problem. Why the hell would you bring this up? You're a terrible person. Yeah. And, but I'm like, Katie should still probably talk to somebody about it if she feels like she's going to like go down that path again. But she's just trying to pretend like the problem doesn't exist. And it's a very stressful situation. And then we learned, so when they were talking about the sweat lodge project, I didn't get the impression that they were literally going to be making a sweat lodge. Oh, yeah, no. I wrote, wow, they're really building a sweat lodge. (laughs) I was like, wait, they're making it? Um, So then Eli and Jake are making the sweat lodge, and Eli is trying so hard to be like, hey, like, I can help you out. And then he's like, I heard you and Claire fighting. Like, let me know if you need any help. He's like, look, I dated Claire for three months. I know her. And I'm like, Three months. Oh, my God. Um, I can't. I can't with this three months bullshit. Also, Jake is just, like, not having it And their all. fight is about how Claire wants to go to a movie that Jake doesn't want to see, so he's not going to go to the movie, and Claire is mad about it. It's, like, the stupidest, pettiest bullshit ever. If you're fighting about that, maybe <laughs> don't date. Because what are you going to do with real stuff? Yeah, it's, like... Guess what? Dating's about compromise. Claire wants to go see a movie. Just take turns seeing movies that each of you like. Yeah. That's like dating 101. What the fuck? Seriously. Um, and then we are talking about... What are we doing? I just... Right now they're talking about the homewrecker stuff slash bulimia, but um, I don't... She, Katie is on oh, she's the on air the radio. with um, Mano Imano, and she's making some fun jokes and then they pull out a fucking, like, lie detector test app, uh, app on an iPad. Like, what's happening? Yeah, I just wrote, what the shit is this lie detector app? I don't and they're know. Asked, and they're asking her, like, is her name Katie? Blah, 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 blah. Did you have believe? Do you have bulimia? And then, like, the app fails. And she's like, well, what do you expect from a 99-cent app? And I'm like, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's true. But it's like, why are we using this dumb, like, iPad app that probably doesn't mean anything? I don't know. It's, it's super weird. It doesn't make any sense. Also, lie detector tests, like, are based on your heart rate. Right. And... I don't think your iPad can monitor your heart rate. <laughs> no. And also, she's not touching it at all. Yeah. So, how? I don't get it. It doesn't make I any sense. I don't get it. Um, um, yeah. And then we're Sav and, and Mo, Mo. And Mo is making a kissy face that I did not care for. And then Mo's like, hey, it was your session with Miss O. La, la, la. Did you get some? Or something like that. And then Sav is like, I don't kiss and tell. And I'm like, Sav, don't tell Mo. He will believe you. <laughs> um, and then... Oh, my God. And then Sav is, like, apparently walking by Miss O's class, which I did not pick up until later. And, like, Miss O's class is being unruly. And then Sav comes in and is like, guys, shut up. Like, trying to, like, swoop in and help her, which is really weird. Yeah, did not care And then Miss O was like, oh, my God, it go to class, Sav. I'm like, wait, he's not even in this class. He just walked by and did this? Yeah, it's weird as fuck. It's super bizarre. It is weird as fuck. And then we are with Fiona and Eli, and I love Fiona because she's, like, looking. She's trying to decide who to vote for. She's like, who do I vote for? The liar, the homewrecker, or this guy I've never seen before? <laughs> exactly. And then Eli is still so dramatic, even though he is healthy now. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? Like, I need to help Jake and Claire and blah, blah, blah. It's the only way that, I, like, my recovery depends on this or something. It does not. Yeah. And then Fiona jokes about trapping them in a room together. And Eli's like, perfect. And she's like, I was joking okay i guess we're doing this now um and then katie is 
really trying to bury this problem. She's straight up lying to Drew. Yeah. And then she, like, starts eating a lot of cheese puffs. She's, like, binging, but it's honestly, like, the weirdest portrayal of binging I've ever seen. But yeah. fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, And then we're with Sav and Miss O, and he, like, touches her arm, and she's like, get off me. No, this was a bad idea. She's clearly feeling, feeling guilty, as she fucking should. Seriously. Um, um, and then we're with Katie and she runs into the bathroom and she like goes into the stall, but she just ends up crying and doesn't end up purging, which I'm happy about. Um, and then she stands up to Marisol. Yeah. And then fucking uh, does Marisol say like, okay, maybe I crossed the line or something like that. And it's like, yeah, you fucking did. And then I was like, yes, tell her Katie. And she says that you're dead to me. And I'm like, that's not, I'm like, that's like the perfect amount of harshness because Marisol was supposed to be your best friend. And she literally made, like, brought up one of, like, your biggest, like, it's a serious problem yeah, because, and issue. Because she's dating a guy that you kind of like and went on one bad date with, like, six months ago. Exactly. And, like, yeah, this is like, before Drew was even dating Allie. That's how long ago this was. It was so long. It was, like, while he, he was, like, since, flirting with Allie. Since then, he has dated both Allie and Bianca. Exactly. Which, like, what the shit? And, yeah. And Katie says, you're dead to me. And I'm like, yeah, she should be. Good. Marisol was fucking terrible. Like, that's not, like, a real friend would never, ever fuck, like, use, like, weaponize your eating disorder against you because they were, like mad at you for liking the same boy that you like That's, like it's just like dumb it's like marisol's a shitty friend she's shit yeah she's terrible and then and katie really did try to break up with drew she did her. yeah and fuck marisol she was trying to be so like katie was being so diplomatic about it and was like and told drew like my friend still likes you i'm in an awkward position and then but, and then she was also like, Marisol, I don't think he likes you. Like, Katie was, like, stuck in this, the middle of this dumb situation. was tr- doing the best that she could. And then Marisol Seriously. was like, fuck you. And it was like, it's not Katie's fault that Drew likes her and not you, Marisol. Like, don't take this out on her. It's, ugh, I hate it. Me too. And then Katie says she's going to quit the election. And then she tells Drew about her bulimia. And, um... And about, like, how she has an eating disorder. And he's like, but you don't throw up anymore, like, right? She's like, yeah, but I still, like, have an eating disorder. And it's like, yes, this is, like, a mental thing that doesn't really go away. Um, But he's still supportive. Yeah. But he's like, you know what I'm not supportive of? You dropping out of the election. Exactly. And Drew's being so awesome. He's like, well, he's like, she's like, you probably, like, I don't understand if you don't want to talk to me. And he's like, what do you, no, it's okay, like. Yeah, whatever. I get I've got, it. I've got my own shit. Like, like Drew's just kind of a dummy, so he's like, just if you explain something to him, then it'll be like, oh, okay, yeah, because <laughs> great. Because I feel like a lot of it was how she, like, when she was like, it would be pathetic if I had an eating disorder. He's like, okay, yeah, sure. He just kind of goes with what everybody else says because he's not very bright. No, that's the impression I get from him. But he's a supportive boy. Thank God. Um, and then we're with Eli. And his plan sucks. And <laughs> he's in the sweat lodge with Jake. And then we see Fiona has lured Claire to the sweat lodge hut thing. She basically pushes her in and says, you owe me big and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and holds the door. So yep. she locks them in there. And then we're with 
and then we're at the election, like, speech, whatever the fuck. And surprise, surprise, Marisol's number one priority is to get more dances at this school because Lord needs, knows they need more. And uh, Moe's is food-based. <laughs> sure. And Katie is obviously the most qualified person. Yep. And then, um, and then... Somebody asks about the eating disorder. Yeah, the she, eating disorder no, comes she makes up. a fucking comment. She's like, yeah, qualified for what? Losing your lunch or something like that. Um, which is when I think somebody in the audience. Makes yeah, it was that someone. Comment. It was someone in the audience. And I just like I said a very harsh expletive <laughs> uh, out loud when they said that because fuck that girl. Yeah. And then Marisol comes in and is like, I made it up like it was a rumor. And I'm also withdrawing because Katie's most qualified to like. Because she's like, she realizes she has crossed the line. And I'm like, well, yes, you should be doing this. But also, you're still shitty. Yeah. Um, And then we're with Eli, who's being so meddly and telling them about his diagnosis. And he's like, I just want to help you guys out. Like, he's like, I don't remember how it all happens. But they're Claire and Jake are fighting and Eli's trying to help. And they're like, what the fuck are you even doing? I don't even trust you. And he's like... And he's like, you just like Claire. And he's like, no, I was going through a manic episode. I am bipolar. I'm trying to apologize. I'm trying to make amends. I'm trying to help you guys because I want you guys to be happy. And then they tell each other that they love each other. And I'm like, no, you don't. You guys are like no. seven. I was like, come on, please. And We've known each other for like 45 minutes. Exactly. Get it together, Get it together Trish. And <laughs> I wonder what happened to Trish. I don't know. And then she graduated. Probably or will. Um. And then we're with Miss O and Mr. No, Mr. Simpson like pulls Sav and Miss O into his office. And I'm like, oh, my God, does he know? And then he's like, I've been hearing rumors about you, too. And then Sav like steps up and is like, I saw the rumors, um, blah, blah, blah. And then Mr. Simpson is like, that was that serious. You have detention until graduation now. And I'm like, oh, this is so fucking dumb. Also, this is the episode of people doing real things and then claiming they made them up. Exactly. <laughs> um, and then Claire and Jake are like making out the sweat hut, which is gross. Super gross. Um, Eli is wearing a leather vest. Yes. And I think Fiona comes by and is like, hey, what are you doing? Like the election's happening. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to go in there. And then they come out and they're like, Sorry. I don't know. This was like a nothing scene. And then she's like, Mr. Perino is coming to look at the sweat lodge. Right. He should probably clear out. Right. And then we're with Sav and is he with Mo? He's with Mo and he's playing a song and it sucks. And it's and she will never love me are like the only lyrics. It's not I'm like this is bad. And then he, she comes in and makes him another fucking burn CD. God and then that. there's a post-it note on it. Right. That says like. And it has her phone number on it. And she's like, call me after you graduate. And I'm like, what the fuck is up with waiting for these children to, like, graduate or turn 18 until you can prey upon them? It's disgusting. It's really a big fucking it's bummer. It's very inappropriate. I don't like it at all. And then the song playing over it, it's terrible. I think it's so Sav's Miss O song. It is. It's bad. It's very bad. Um... And then we are with Drew and Katie and Marisol and oh no. So Katie is like she picks Marisol as her vice president because it's announced that she won. Katie won. 
Yeah. I think before that, they like she and Drew were going to go do something and Marisol was going to like third wheel because like I guess they're friends again. Yeah. And Drew and I honestly, I'm on the same exact page as Drew. Yeah. Drew's like, you forgave her way too easily. She did a really shitty thing. And now we're not there. Now we have to hang out with her. Well, it. Well, Katie won. And then so I think first, I don't know. I'm hopping around. Drew, like, gives the impression that he doesn't want to hang with Marisol because Katie, like, Marisol invites herself and he gives her a look. Yeah. And then, and then Katie wins. And then with Dave. And oh, she, Dave yeah. is awkward. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So then and then she's like, obviously, I'm making Marisol my vice president. I'm like, why? Yeah. Why would you forgive her so quickly? Like, she did such a shitty fucking. I don't understand. Like that. Her like being like, just kidding. I made up that thing made up spreading a rumor about a very real problem that you have to like kind of diffuse the tension around school is definitely not enough to like make up for the fact that you did it in the first place anyway then we're with Eli and he's being very mature and he goes and he apologizes to Imogen and he's like let me like take you out for coffee I just want to be your friend um i'm really sorry about how i treated you and i'm like oh but she totally still loves you this is precarious but i'm glad that he is apologizing to her and recognizes that he was really shitty to her yep um and drew hates marisol yeah well first katie and drew are like kissing and then she's like "Mm, we need to like cool it on the pda and he's like why (laughs) and then also he rightfully hates marisol and he's like by the way I don't want to hang out with you if you're hanging out with Marisol because she's terrible and I don't forgive her for what she did to you. And I'm like, same, Drew. Seriously. And that's how the episode ends. And I still do not understand why Katie forgave Marisol because Marisol's the fucking worst. Agreed. And that's the end. Like, Jesus Christ. What the fuck? So many things in this episode made me angry. Seriously. Um, Spirit Squad Captain. Eli. Yes. Eli forgetting his life together. He's getting it together, Trish. Yeah, he is. He's so much healthier. I'm so happy for him. Me too. I'm so proud. Ship. I'm friendshipping Eli and Fiona, yeah, obviously. Because I love them. Um, moral. Fucking don't be a shitty friend. <laughs> and if you are, actually make steps to apologize and make up for it and take responsibility for your actions and earn it i don't know i'm trying to like mesh things together and i don't know if it's working don't be a fucking shitty friend yeah seriously um all right grapevine yeah we have a tweet um from maddie uh, it's in response to the OC, um, hey, Callie, hey, Fornia, hey, IAA mashup. Yeah. Um, and, uh, they just write, this is on repeat in hell. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's blasphemous. <laughs> but also, like, I've rewatched that and the family the bag family thing bag. so many times. <laughs> um, please keep making us stuff. We, we also have an email from Catherine, and the subject line is a Peter confession and some other thoughts. And it goes, hi, queens. Buckle up because this is going to be long. So I've been listening to season seven. Still a bit behind, but I'm getting there. And I have a confession. As I wrote in my previous email, I started consistently watching Degrassi when the Degrassi Takes Manhattan movie aired. Peter was in that movie for like two minutes, and he was briefly in season 10. I love blue eyes and light hair, one of my weaknesses, sadly. So Peter became my favorite. 
I'd tell my friends about this. They had seen the previous seasons and they'd give me a funny look and say, no, no, don't like him. I didn't listen to them and continued with my Peter obsession. When I got to the season five premiere, I was excited to finally see my favorite. Then he showed Degrassi that video of Manny and I was like, Ugh, um, okay, maybe it, do maybe it gets better. It doesn't. No, then it does not. <laughs> then he got shot in trouble. And the whole Darcy situation. I still don't get why she dated him. He lied about knowing that creepy internet guy. I also feel like back then people didn't get that this was child pornography. Or maybe they didn't think that another child could spread it. I have no clue. Peter should have gotten more than detention. All of this happened in two seasons and it's pretty hard to come back from that. Degrassi did a good job with other characters like Spinner, but Peter didn't. But did Peter ever learn? I think that these storylines would have been better for a minor character you never see again, or maybe not have Peter have all three, because then they try to make him better and it doesn't really work. I think about Degrassi too much. Has that happened to you too? Liked a character and then realized they were trash when you got older. I think Peter. It's Peter. It was definitely Peter. It was Peter because he was pretty, and I was. And I was like, you know, mm. and I and I guess back then, did, like, didn't understand child pornography. It just, I think it just like went. I think just because like, when you're that age, you're like, I don't know. And yeah. then it's like he did a shitty thing, but then he was so nice to Emma. Right. She. He was with her through her eating disorder. Um. I think it's hard for me to relate to some of the characters because I acted like a 35-year-old when I was in middle slash high school. So there's that. I'm not sure if you've seen this, but Landon Liber Declan is in a new movie. That's a commercial for it. I saw a commercial for it and yelled, that's Declan. I'd recognize those eyebrows anywhere. It's called Truth or Dare. He's a handsome gentleman. We've been getting a lot of tweets about Drew. I know, and, but we've also we mentioned it a couple episodes yeah. ago that we are planning to see it together and have not have not gotten around is to it. Even, is it in theaters now? I don't is know. It, was has that passed? I don't know. Mm, we'll probably end up watching it like when it comes out on streaming. Yeah, um, and if we don't, we should bring wine into the theater with us. <laughs> hey, I have a water bottle specifically for that that my dad got me for Christmas. I love your dad. Um. In other Degrassi alum news, Raymond, oh, we know this too, Raymond, a black, Dalmar, okay, ever all these children, Sav, Danny, Spinner, and Johnny DeMarco have a production company yeah, with I another friend. Too, yeah. It warms my heart that Degrassi people still hang out, but also, why are Sav and Danny hanging out with Johnny DeMarco? Ha, I kid, I kid. Side note, 95% of Degrassi alums are crazy beautiful, and I just want to know their secret for looking that way. I was doing some searching, and it looks like the guys were creating a comedy series. I haven't seen many recent updates. I was looking at Scott's Instagram and did a couple of things, and he did and did see a couple of things, but not a ton. So I hope that it is still going on. I want the former Degrassi folks to do well in life. Another side note, I'm rewatching season 10 of Degrassi, and I'm reminded of how wonderful Sav is. Like, my ultimate Degrassi crush is Craig, but I don't know. Sav might be making his way to number one. I also feel like it's fine to talk about them as crushes because they're older than me. That's what I tell myself. Or I do what you do and say it's my younger self who has these crushes. It's our uh, loophole. <laughs> I also wanted to say that I talk about your podcast often at work. I'm the youngest there and most of the coworkers I talk to are male. So Degrassi is like a different planet for them. I'll randomly start laughing like when one of your guests called Spinner Shredder. I laughed so hard I cried. And they all know it's this podcast. They rarely understand the jokes, but whatever. They don't know what they're missing. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. I think this is the longest email I've ever written. I'm sure I'll send another long one in a few weeks. Thank you for your wonderful podcast, Catherine. P.S. Sean and Emma forever. 
Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. <laughs> um, yeah. But that is all the grapevine that we have. Um, if you would like to be featured on a future grapevine episode, you can tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us, whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. Um, you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Um, Santa Clarita Diet Season 2 came out a couple weeks ago, and I enjoyed it, so I'm going to recommend that. Nice. I love Drew Barrymore. <laughs> Girl, same. <laughs> um, I'm going to recommend something that I watched the entirety of a week and a half ago. Um, it's Oliver Stone's The Untold History of the United States. Cool. It's great. It's a, just a documentary series. Um, it goes from like bef- like right before World War One to um, like Obama, basically. Oh, cool. Um, it's really good. Um, word of advice, I made the mistake of not making sure that Netflix didn't fuck up and Netflix fucked up. So the first two episodes are at the very end. Weird. Yeah. So it ended and I was so mad that Netflix fucked it up that I've just never seen the first two episodes. (laughs) I was like, no, I committed to everything else and it ended so good. I'm done. That's super bizarre. It was really weird. But it's like sometimes Netflix does that with shows where they put shit out of order. That is super weird. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.